Hi, everybody. Dan Kaplan with Periscope Up, and welcome to the podcast on getting more leads and sales from your website. And I'm really excited today to have as a guest Adam Torkelson. Adam is a PR uh, enthusiast, PR expert. He's been in the business for how long now, Adam? It's been about eight years. About eight years. Adam has uh, a degree in communications and experience in SEO, in um, direct-to-consumer marketing, lead gen marketing, and these days he's a consultant and an expert on PR. He has built up a large Rolodex uh, and has a lot of connections in major news publications like CNN, Forbes, um, The Examiner, and he uses those connections to help his clients get more exposure. And today we're going to talk about his techniques for using PR to get more leads and sales from our website. Hi, Adam. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. Great. Really excited about this. So um, let's start out with letting our listeners know about your nine reasons for doing digital PR. What benefit can this type of PR that you practice uh, bring to a business and specifically to a a website, getting more leads and sales from a website? Okay, so I'm just going to start right off and jump into each one of the nine. Hopefully, um, I'll be able to explain them all enough so that people can understand the basic concepts. I'm not going to go into too much depth for each one. So um, first one I I tend to lead with, because most people have heard of this, is uh, the SEO value. Uh, Getting a link, which in SEO is like, 50% 50% of getting rankings at this point is links from high authority sites. So getting a link from a site like Forbes.com or CNN.com or Inc. These are some of the most high quality links you can possibly get anywhere online. And so most of the time when you, when you work with a PR company like myself or any of the hundreds out there, just getting your name mentioned in the article isn't quite enough. You need to get that link to your website and that is what helps with your SEO. Mm -hmm. In the future, those online mentions with or without without a link, uh, you could possibly still get a lot of organic value if you don't have a link. But at this point, Google still looks at those as an indicator of how strong your site is. So, Get, asking for a link to your site from those articles is super important to help your SEO. So the next thing of the nine would be employee morale. Now, I've been in the room of some of the tech companies that I work for when they got word that they'd been mentioned in Forbes. And they were just high-fiving each other every mm. Everybody was happy, laughing, and they're like, yes, we are famous now. And so just the mere fact that you can show your employees that your company is doing things that the media takes notice of, a lot of companies, that's the only reason that they do PR is to keep their employees happy and uh, confident that they work for a a legitimate, awesome company. Um, the, the third thing would be thought leadership that you can gain from doing PR. And thought leadership is really just 
you expressing your opinion about X, Y, or Z. So if you're a, a B2B company that does software sales and you can get out there and talk about Salesforce or LinkedIn or something in that space consistently and you know go, go speak at a few conferences, you're going to start to generate uh, credibility in that space. Um, the fourth thing that a lot of companies don't really understand the value of this, but when you start to get some online press uh, and credibility built up, the market valuation of your company can increase. And this was really, really apparent back in the 2000.com era when there were a few companies that got mentioned on uh, whatever, like Wall Street Journal, for instance, their market valuation literally went up 10x. Mm. There's a couple of articles that are out there that document those things. It's not so much apparent uh, and relevant right now because there's a lot of factors, obviously, that go into the market valuation of a company. But the, the press that you've gotten definitely plays a part in how valuable your company is right now. Um, the fifth thing would be recruiting for your company. Everybody wants to get the mm -hmm. best employees that they possibly can. So how do you differentiate yourself from all the other uh, companies that are doing what you do? How do you get those awesome employees? Well, you could offer them the most money or you could just claim to be the top company in your space because all these third-party sites say you are. If CNN does a story about your company being the top software company in the world that makes blue widgets, then if you go start recruiting some top developers, they'll just want they'll want to work for you for that credibility factor alone, and they may even be willing to take a price hit, you know, a salary decrease or whatever the case may be. Uh, I, I wouldn't claim to know anything about how to hire people beyond that fact. I, I don't employ a whole lot of people, but I've seen a lot of companies use their PR in their recruiting efforts. And a lot of the time it's in like the door-to-door -door sales, like the Vivint's and the Apex and, and those kind of companies, pest control. Those guys are just always hiring and they use their PR in that recruiting and hiring process. Uh, let's see, we've done five. So the sixth thing would be social proof. And I'll go into that one in depth in a little while. But essentially, social proof is anything that you can use on your websites or your landing page to prove that society or third-party media sites approve of what you're doing. And one of the tactics that I like to use, and again, I'll go into this later, is when I get a client mentioned in Forbes, then we'll we'll take the Forbes logo and put it on their landing page so they can say as seen in mm -hmm. Forbes. And I've seen tremendous value from doing just that. In, it's almost in, like a testimonial from a well-known third party. Exactly. That's exactly right. And that's why I kind of want to dive into that concept a little bit deeper because you can use that. You can start using that immediately to increase leads and sales without doing anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the seventh thing that I've seen this happen time and time again, where there's 
a hundred, you know, thousands of SEO companies out there and they, they want to differentiate themselves. And so when they're trying to sell a, a new prospective client and they can say, well, you know, our company has been in CNN, in Forbes, in Inc. And we're a trusted SEO company because there's a lot of scams that happen in that industry just by the very nature of how it works. So the more credibility you can give your salespeople to use in their sales pitch, the more deals that they'll close. They, w- they may not even have to generate more leads in a day, mm. but they'll just close more of the leads that they already have when they can use the fact that they've gotten this kind of press and credibility. The eighth thing is just website traffic in general. When you do online PR and you get a link to your site from those articles, I've seen thousands of visits from one single article in Forbes to just one client's site, which obviously increased the leads that they got and all kinds of things. That doesn't happen every time, obviously, but just the fact that these sites are so huge, they have all this traffic already, they rank for thousands of all these different kinds of keywords. One article in one of those sites can generate enough traffic to pay for itself sometimes. And then the last thing would be just the lead gen value of of PR, which kind of ties into the social proof and the traffic and the sales. And I kind of don't even need to mention the fact that it helps lead gen, but I, I put it out there just because that's one thing that some people use PR for and that's it is just to increase more their leads. Hmm. Great. All right. Good. Nine solid reasons to engage in PR activities online. Um, so Adam, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to switch the conversation to this idea of social proof. You, um, you're able to leverage a mention in a large publication like Forbes or CNN um, to get a lot of a lot of legs after the fact, um, and I, I want to hear you tell our uh, listeners, you know, after they do get this this mention, say they say they work with uh, somebody like yourself to get mentioned in. Um, in Entrepreneur Magazine or Inc. Magazine, and it comes out, that's not the end of the story, right? There's still more work that they can do to utilize that mention um, in their landing pages, in further press that they that they get, or other articles that they're writing. And I, I wanna, would love to have you explain to our, our users uh, some of the techniques that you use to extend the life of a of a of a, of a PR mention like this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen. And what we're looking at here Okay. So what we're looking at here is an article that you wrote for Search Engine Journal. Can you um, can you see my screen yet? No, not yet, but I can see it on mine. I have the same article pulled up, so. One second. All right, how about now? Okay, I think it's 
There we go. All right, great. So, um, and and our podcast viewers should be able to, for those of you who are looking at the video version of this, you should be able to see my screen as well. And I'm looking at an article that you wrote, Adam, for Search Engine Journal, three important ways to use social proof in conversion optimization. So why don't you tell, look, and uh, before I I let you explain what, what you're doing here, I'll just say the proof is in the pudding. I mean, 682 shares. 336 on Twitter alone, pretty good. Well, just uh, the very nature of the fact that it was on Search Engine Journal in the first place helps because they've got thousands of followers on their own Twitter account and Facebook account, and then they share out the article, and that always helps. So just as a side note, that's one of the reasons why you want to get these articles and these high traffic, high authority sites is because they have a built in audience that can share these articles. And a lot of people just have their, their Twitter accounts automatically tweeting out whatever articles these sites post. And so you, you almost instantly get immediate shares and traffic just on autopilot almost. But there are a few specific things I do to guarantee that those, those shares and that traffic will come in. So I have probably 2,000 or so LinkedIn followers or connections, I guess, that I message on a fairly regular basis, but I don't send them anything promotional. I just send them links to the articles that I'm writing in these sites. So I, I use a software called Social Emailer. There's a couple of different other types of LinkedIn automation softwares that you can use, and there's other um, social networking tools like Buffer or Hootsuite that you can use to spread links to the articles that you're being mentioned in or that you wrote that will maximize your opportunity for these social proof uh, shares. So the, the, the one element of social proof on this page that you can immediately see are those numbers of 682 total 336 Twitter, 100 Facebook, 49 Google+, 197 on LinkedIn. Those numbers aren't there just for my benefit to boost my ego. It, it has been scientifically proven. I've done a test with the uh, University of Kentucky, and it, I've proved this. When somebody sees the amount of shares on an on a article or a page, and it's over you know, about 100, then people are like two or three times more likely to do the action that you want them to do on the page, whether it's to download your ebook, fill out your form, you know, whatever your call to action is, it's been scientifically proven that people are more likely to do that when they see larger numbers there in the social shares section. So one of the things I always tell people, always include those numbers for the number of social shares that a page has had. Mm-hmm. And it, it can actually work against you sometimes. If you get zero likes, people sometimes will, you know, almost mistrust you. So you have to be careful that you don't uh, try and promote an article that has zero shares. You want to try and get that number to about 100 and then start pushing it. So send it to your own network first and see what you can get there. I see. And then the second tool that I use to just get traffic to this article is uh, called Outbrain. It's just a content syndication tool 
there are a number of different options out there. Another one is called Tabula. But what Outbrain does is it allows you to embed links to your articles in a network of about 200 of the top online publishers. So for instance, time.com is a partner in the Outbrain network. And at the bottom of every single time.com article, they've got a list of links of uh, suggested articles that you might want to read if you uh, happen to read an article about, oh, I don't know, the Obama administration. And at the bottom of that Obama article, or whatever the case may be, this uh, iPhone watch, at the bottom of each of those articles, they've got a list of suggested articles you might be interested in. And one of those links could be your article. And the only reason I would ever use Outbrain is to just boost the traffic I get to that page. Um, I think, yeah, so they, they could be anywhere within this uh, interface on time, but there's Forbes does it, Inc. does it. Tons of the big publishers just include links to other articles that uh, the rel relevant audience would be interested in. Um, I'm pull one up here so our viewers can see it on Forbes. Um, a lot of ads got to get through here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really all that Outbrain links are as well, are just ads. So it's, it's usually anywhere from 25 to 35 cents a click that you're paying Outbrain to get that traffic. Mm -hmm. And how I understand with Outbrain that there's not a lot of configuration you can do. It's really their engine is looking for articles that have similar t uh, keywords or similar topics so that they can, um, they're the ones who are doing all the work to try to optimize the, uh, the ads and the traffic to your website. So it's, it's fairly easy to use, right? Yeah, they've got a self-serve interface that is really, really dumbed down. It's not at all like you would expect from, you know, if you've used AdWords before, you do not have many options. You can put in a link to your article, um, and then if you want it to play in the U.S. or internationally, those are about your only choices. Mm -hmm. And then, you, you know, you can set it to if you want a certain budget or if you want it to stop on a certain day. And then that's about all you can do to configure anything about it. So it's not something I use uh, all the time. It's just if I want to push an article and get it up to that 100 share mark, then I'll use Outbrain sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, um, all right. So let's get back to, let's get back to the, uh, so the idea of social proof. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about what's going on here with this image and the elements of social proof, like the Facebook number of Facebook shares and the number of downloads. What are you, what are you doing here to increase uh, downloads? So like we've already said, the number of shares, I want to display that very prominently. And I've, I just use Facebook for ease because most people have heard of it. And then the number of downloads, I was just, that, that was something I tested just to see if it would make any difference. And it seemed to have a slight increase in conversions when I 
put down the fact that 15,000 other people had downloaded it. And then the call to action, which would be the download now button, and that's prominently displayed. And that's kind of just conversion 101. You want to have, you want to make it super easy for people to do the action and understand exactly what's going to happen if they click on the button. Right. Okay, so let's carry this um, this idea of social proof and the fact that you've been mentioned in Search Engine Journal, you've been mentioned in Examiner.com and Forbes. Let's carry that over to your website. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you're using this idea of social proof to increase leads and sales, increase, increase conversions here on your own website. I see below your photograph you have um, you have the logos of the of the media places that you've been mentioned. How does that help, and what are you um, what are you doing here to uh, use social proof to increase conversions? Yeah, so I'm banking on the fact that psychologically, if I was lined up next to ten other PR guys that looked exactly like me, or you know somewhat like Tom Cruise, because I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they're probably not as good looking as you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, good looks aside, if we were all lined up next to each other, and I'm the only one that's got those logos underneath my site, I'm instantly going to have more trust from any consumer or CEO who visits and looks at that lineup. Just because they've been ingrained to believe that Forbes or MSNBC or whatever are legitimate, high-quality sites that report on important information that's going to help their business or give them some extra value or provide them some benefit that they couldn't get anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So I'm instantly, without spelling it out, uh, you know, completely, I'm just psychologically expecting people to trust me more just by putting those logos there. Right. Because they're, it's just, that's the nature of how people perceive things online. I got to ask about Buzzfeed. Um, Buzzfeed is, that's an, an RSS syndication tool, right? I mean, it's, it's not, it's not like you have to work really hard to get featured in Buzzfeed or, or, or is it? Actually, I put it there because it has so much traffic. Almost everybody has probably read a BuzzFeed article in their life because they saw it on Facebook or something or, you know, taken one of those dumb quizzes like what 80s character of He-Man are you? Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I put it there because that's kind of my personality. You know, I'm kind of a dry humor type guy, and I put it there just to see what people would do because I know everyone's heard of it. But they they could they could probably care less if they get mentioned in it themselves. Right. It certainly doesn't have the gravitas or the weight, right, of a U.S. News or Forbes. Exactly. Um, interesting. So, have you been? What is your? I mean, have you been covered by these these media um, outlets? Have you been mentioned in them? Have you written an article for them? I mean, what? It's a what's combination the, of all three. So. If, if I've even gotten a link from one of those sites in uh -huh. any way, shape, or form, then I'm going to use that logo. Got it. Got it. And that's enough. I mean, yeah. You got a link from the Huffington Post. That's 
that social proof they're linking to you they must believe that there's something of quality on um you know on your site so right so a link is an endorsement google sees it that way we know um people people do as well all right so there's one other thing I wanted to ask you about on your website. You scroll down here, you see there's a, a client testimonial. That's another form of social proof, right? I mean, here you have a, a client in a video talking about how great you are. Um, let me tell us a little bit about how that type of social proof also can help uh, in, increase leads and sales. So it's no, it's no secret that people will Google you if they're trying to find information about you and a lot like you would see on uh, a Yelp or a, a glass door or uh, you know, whatever local review sites are out there, whatever your clients have said about you is super important to consumers before they'll trust you and work with you. So I actually paid this guy on my site with using a service called fiverr.com to F-I-V-E-R. uh two r's f-i-v-e-r-r -R. right yep so again i'm i'm one of those guys that just likes to test things and i i do have a ton of client testimonials that i can give to prospective clients so it's not like i'm just making up a bunch of stuff for everybody but i i wanted to get a fast video up here and this this guy did it for me for 10 bucks on Fiverr. Hmm. So you gave him the testimonial that one of your clients had given and you just, and he just read it yep. and filmed himself. Straight up. Yep. So in my opinion, that's still a legitimate testimonial. I'm just using an actor to say the words that one of my real clients said. And that's totally legitimate. And I uploaded it to YouTube. So that's just another form of um, doing some content marketing as well all those videos in YouTube are content. And if you tag them properly and use them within your own channel, they can also be a form of lead gen. And so you kind of all put it all together on your landing pages and it, it, it can have a profound effect on the conversion rate of your landing pages when you use all these elements together. Yeah, do you mind if we take a look at your free ebook landing page? Yep, that's fine. Okay. So this is the one that you featured in Search Engine Journal. I see you've got, this is actually interesting. So this is not a live feed from from Facebook. It's actually part of your image. It's just hard. Yeah, I just created an image and that's that's good enough for most people. 99% of people that see that probably wouldn't even bother to click on it at all. Uh -huh. And you've and got then, the testimonials. Yep, that, those, are, those are the real testimonials right there from mm -hmm. the actual obviously me and then one of my good friends. Yep, simple as can be. Name, email, only two required fields, and boom, download now. Love the simplicity of it. <clears throat> All right, um, Adam, I'm going to switch back to picture-in-picture um, -picture view so our, our viewers can see us. Um, can you see me there? Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. All right. There we go. All right, good. Still getting a hang of the Skype thing. All right, so thank you very much. This has really been really enlightening, really helpful information. Use of social proof in PR to increase leads and sales from a website. Um, why don't we close, Adam, by telling us a little bit about yourself, 
how we can learn more services that you provide. And um, I know you have a couple links to share with our users for, for resources to help them improve their PR and maybe get in touch with you. So I spend a lot of time consulting B2B companies and tech companies specifically. Uh, not saying that I exclude anyone else, but those are the ones that I have the best connections with in the media they, that cover those industries. And so uh, most of the time, um, I'm just kind of a go-between from B2B company X and journalist at Inc., and I get a story facilitated with a link back to the client site. And, you know, it has all those nine benefits that we talked about. And I've, I actually charge on a flat fee and it's all pay for performance. So if I don't get an article placed for a client, there's no cost. Mm. All that time we spend consulting and talking about the content and I write it and there's no cost until it's actually live and published. So um, I, a lot of companies like that model and that's, that's, I like it too because everyone's expectations are really clear up front. So um, the best way to get in touch with me is probably uh, via my site, adamtorkelson.com. Um, I'm easy, easy to get a hold of. I always answer my cell phone even in the middle of the night. My wife doesn't like it very much, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that's always connected. So um, I, I try to respond to all my emails within about five to ten minutes. And um, I, that's, that's actually one of the, the top thing, top ways that I convert my leads into sales is just I've got a really awesome response time. Mm. So adamtorkelson.com, I've got my cell phone on the homepage, and you can also fill out the contact form on the site. Great. And make sure to download the free ebook so you could use some of these tools and tactics and make some of your own relationships too. Okay. And you have a, you have a, also a, a link to the, the LinkedIn distribution tool that you use. Refresh my memory what it's called. Yeah, it's called Social Emailer. Uh, I'm an affiliate of theirs, so I, I like to hand out the link to people so that they can click on the affiliate link, you know, so I can generate a little bit of revenue. But mm -hmm. I, I have an email series that I teach people how to use that. So that I, I like to get people into the email series and, and educate them first and then teach them how to use it. And that's uh, that's the newsletter on your website? Yep. Okay. 